now it's time for Frederick County Sports Weekend. A talk around the Frederick sports scene with your host, Steve Nibbs. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Frederick County Weekend Sports Show here on 930 WFMD. Where we get a chance to talk to different coaches and different athletes all across the county. I'm your host, Steve Nibbs, and today we're going to talk lacrosse at Linganore High School. With me, I'd like to welcome the head girls lacrosse coach at Linganore, Ms. Brooke Wilson. Coach, thank you for spending some time today. Of course. Thank you for having me. And also the the head boys coach at Linganore, Mr. Richard Thompson. Coach, welcome to you as well. Glad to be here. Thank you. Indeed. And guys, uh, certainly we were talking earlier and about how lacrosse is, is transitioned up this way and where we're now, the schools up this way are competing uh, for state championships and in the conversation now uh, as, as we've transitioned the sport up this way. Looking at your squads this year, uh, and Brooke, we'll start with you. What was your expectation or what was your view of your team coming into the season and did it transition during the year? Was there a a light bulb moment where, boy, we got something really special going on or was it kind of what you thought was going to take place? Yeah, it's, um, it's funny looking back now. It feels like so long ago, but yeah, March 1st, I just remember the squad that we had coming in for registration and, um, you know, a lot, a lot of returners, a lot of really young, strong players. Like we have a very strong sophomore class. We have 15 girls on the program. Um, and a lot of them are just athletes that play all year round. So I kind of had an idea. We had a really great sort of spread of senior leadership. Um, and we had really strong underclassmen and we even took some senior or um, rather some freshmen up. Um, on the varsity team and so I kind of had an idea that we would be pretty successful but like you said I think the, the first light bulb moment uh, we always play Oakdale pretty early in the season they've traditionally been a pretty solid powerhouse and for the girls side and um, the girls always get really really hyped about that game o- Oakdale and Urbana because those yes. are big rivalries for them Correct. Um, and so I was a little nervous for sure we, we definitely rolled through our first couple games um, and I mean, the girls were just, the energy was there for Oakdale, and that was the first time, like, you know, I was scouting all week, you know, looking at all their different films up and down, putting all together the strategy for how we were going to attack and how we were going to defend against them. And um, I think we came out and we won by, like, over 10. Um, the girls just kept going. I mean, the energy, it was electric. And that was kind of the first time that I just, like, looked around at everyone on the field and, like, everyone was bought in. The sideline was there. The energy was there. Um, you know, girls were sharing the ball. It was um, it was really incredible to watch. It wasn't just one person going to goal or one person getting it from the draw down. It, it really was the full package put together, and it was, you know, just kind of the hype of that competition, and um, it really set the bar for, for how we were going to compete for the rest of the season. Did you, so from that, maybe that point on, things just built from there, and, and you just, they just bought in, so to speak, and really went after it? Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a funny thing about coaching girls. A lot of times they're they're a bit timid. At least my girls are by the name, right? So it's right. like you know you see a Middletown jersey, you see an Urbana jersey, you see an Oakdale jersey, and they're like, oh, well, we can't play against them, you know, because that's <laughs> traditionally how the program has has gone, really. But um, I think that they proved it to themselves um, in that first Oakdale game, and then from there they're like, oh, we can do this. Um, 
and they they were a really close knit team this year, and I think that really played a lot into it as far as how how much success they had on the field. Indeed, Richard, how about the boy on the boys' side? Well, on the boys' side, I mean, we didn't have that same. You know, honestly, I was confused at the <laughs> beginning of the year, and usually I'm not. Usually, uh-huh. first game, I can say, "Hey, we're going to be we're going to be pretty good," or we're going to struggle a little bit. Um, this year. I, I couldn't make that determination until we got to the Oakdale game, which was our Oakdale game, which was late in the season, um, where we went out and really smacked them in the mouth and, and and played really hard. And that was the turning point for us. Okay. Uh, we, we, have, we had more uh, underclassmen on our team this year than we did upperclassmen. So we had more freshmen and sophomores on our team than we did juniors and seniors. Um, so we were pretty young, and it was it was hard for me to determine. And I, I I never had that. You know, usually by the second or third game, I could tell you, hey, we were going to be making a run at it uh-huh. or not. Um, but it wasn't until week nine, I think it was, that we played Oakdale, and we went out and and had a pretty darn good game that we were able to say, hey, we got a shot. Um, and we did. Indeed you um, did. We we had to have a uh, – we had a good – even though we only had eight seniors, they were all bought in. Mm-hmm. And they worked hard in the off season and got everybody else to buy in. The under – the younger guys, they brought them along and, and dragged them. Um, and we we really could have been close. <laughs> um, and and I got to say, Brooke did a heck of a job, by the way. Um, I'm so proud of the girls there, too. I mean, it was, yeah. it was spectacular what they did this year. Well, it certainly is. I, I mean, it's, it's uh, great when one – team from the school gets to a state semi or a state championship much less both teams that that's uh says a great deal about the kind of kids you have and the coaching staff you have so you guys should be congratulated there i mean that's that's not easy to do well if i can interject there i I do have to give a, a big shout out to um my coaching staff because they, they were spectacular. I mean, we brought on some younger guys. A guy from our 2016 uh, state championship team came back and was helping us out this year, Matt Honchok. Um, he did a heck of a lot of work. Um, Mike Wheat was the offensive coordinator, and he was he was just spectacular for us. And so was Shane Curtis, who was our defensive coordinator. Um, they just did a an excellent job breaking down film. I mean, they put in so much work. It was, I mean, as volunteers. Indeed. Um, they, they, they were just incredible. I mean, I mean, Brooke, I tell you, we only get two stipends, a JV and a varsity coach, and that's about it. Um, everybody else is a volunteer. And when you get, when you get that work, it's, it's very, it, it helps to put it on. Oh, absolutely. Brooke? Yeah, yeah, I just I have to echo him and and the fact that I mean it's just incredible to see the passion that a lot of the the coaching staff that I've brought on has been able to show for the girls and just the love that they have for them and the love for the program. Um, I've had um 
Georgiana Porter is actually a she's a graduate from Linganore herself and played at Salisbury, which is a, a perennial power um, in the women's lacrosse side of things. And um, I think she's really just kind of come into her own as a as our offensive sort of lead on on the attack end of things. And um, you know, does it all for free and and loves every moment of it. It's it's a really special thing. And then. Um, you know, for me, I brought on our, I went to St. John's back when it was at Prospect Hall. So I'm dating myself. Yes, <laughs> yes you are. <laughs> so I've, yeah. So I had, um, I've gotten the St. John's crew together with our JV. Um, Haley Green has just done a phenomenal job. She's, she is someone who, you know, we, I, I am someone who really, really encourages brand new players. Anyone who's never seen a lacrosse stick before to come to the program. Cause I think that that's really how it builds. And, um, she, she does a phenomenal job with new players, breaking down the game, making sure everyone understands where they need to be, you know, what the concepts are. And without someone like her, I, I admittedly am not good at the, the fundamentals. <laughs> I would not be able to coach the way that she does. And so it's really just become a power dynamic of, of women. And um, I couldn't be prouder. Indeed. And that's what makes those, those staff so special to you uh, for sure. Uh, Brooke, uh, looking at their state semifinal game, a heartbreaker there, and of course, and we'll get to Richard too on his. What do you take away from uh, uh, those types of games and in that situation? Yeah, I'm still um, still bad, <laughs> still taste. a bit painful. Yeah, yeah. yeah still a bit painful, but um, but I mean, just just how exciting and how much fun! Like it was. One, it was really great to see the girls come out and play a really competitive team. Um, you know, we kind of had we had some games that we weren't we weren't necessarily having to show all of our stuff, and so getting to compete on a level like that and have the girls, you know, not get flustered and have them just be composed and go goal for goal back and forth with Sabrina Park was. I think it proved, you know, one to myself, the, you know, the maturity that our seniors had um, and, you know, I've kind of matriculated down through the rest of the program and the girls. But um, I think it just showed this program. And I think Linganore specifically, like we can play with the big dogs. Um, Severna Park, I remember someone in fan side said, oh, who's Linganore? Like, I've never heard of them. I don't know much about your team. Um, and all I have to say is I'm pretty sure they, they will remember us after that game. Indeed they will because um, they're, they're a perennial power year in and year out. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Richard, you you had a tough 6-5 overtime loss to Mount Hebron. What do you take away from your game? Uh, just basically the same things that Brooke, Brooke was saying. Um, you know, again, Mount Hebron is – a perennial power. Mm-hmm. I mean, we played them in the state semi- state championship um, back in '16, um, and we were still fairly an unknown. And that's 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 <laughs> you know, saying saying Frederick County and who's Langenor, uh is yeah. a big thing, right? Um, but I'm sure they're going to remember uh, the Langenor name going forward, especially the way the girls perform too. Indeed. So, Richard, go. We were talking earlier before we started uh, about how lacrosse has transitioned here in Frederick County, and where we started, and now here we are in the conversation as you guys were illuminating. You know, and we had five teams in a in state semis this year. Talk about uh, where what is uh, taking place and what is necessary. Uh, to have us up here in Frederick County now, 
you know, competing with the, as uh, Brooks said, the big dogs. <laughs> um, well, it, it, it all starts with our youth youth programs. You know, you, you have to give all those coaches down there credit um, uh, of building the building it because um, if we don't have players coming to us with some skills, it we're not going to be as good as we are. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about it, um, and that's that's been a big part of it. Um, not only that is, you know, we had a lot of tougher teams. I mean, Middletown's a tough team. Oakdale's a tough team. Um, you know, all all of them have been in the state tournament and making runs at it. Mm-hmm. Um, Urbana, um, always a tough team. So there, there's a lot of good coaching in Frederick County now, and that's helping the program – all of the programs along. Brooke? Yeah, I'd have to agree. I um, Like, I remember coming up in Frederick County and playing lacrosse, and there was, you know, there was one club team. Um, you know, you didn't, you, you weren't ever going to get recruiting looks from your public schools, maybe some of the private schools, but even at St. John's, like, I wasn't getting looks. I had to go to club for that. Um, and just to be able to see – the caliber of the high school teams that you're able to compete against now in the Frederick County and, and kind of like local region um, is really impressive and really exciting. And I think, um, I think, you know, there's more of that to come. I think there's a lot of people who have grown up in Frederick County and gone elsewhere, you know, to Michigan's and, and Richmond's and, and Salisbury's to go and play and are coming back home and wanting to share that game with, with people in their community. And I think it's a really powerful thing. And um, I think it's only going to continue. Uh, indeed, I I can certainly concur with the the, the having that those types of athletes w- giving back. I mean, as an athletic former athletic director, that was something I would I loved to be able to do is grab one of those kids who played at, at the next level coming back is able to give back. That's uh, that's extremely special. Looking at. The teams that are building a successful and competitive program, and Brooke, we'll start with you. What what are several keys that you feel are necessary in order to be able to compete and be competitive and consistent uh, year after year? Yeah, um, I, I will say the biggest thing for us has been culture, um, definitely the biggest piece of it i i I remember walking into linganore and i I was a very very young coach um that came in um and i just remember the demeanor of some of the players who were leaders um and i know that the season that they came off of they won two games out of their entire season and and you could just see the demeanor on on some of the girls faces where it's like you know we are linganore this is the jersey we wear but you know this is our record every year and it it was it was defeating to walk into that really and Mm -hmm. Um, it's taken a it's taken a large effort, you know, I, you know, partly on myself, but but I think just the girls, the younger girls, um, to tell them, you know, like, you know, you might not be best friends with these girls, but you're sharing really special moments. You guys are competing in something that you're passionate about, and you're working towards a shared goal, and you have to revel in that and be there for each other. And um, I, I I will say, like, this is the full cycle. Our our seniors now were my second year freshmen. Um, so they've been with me for all four years. They've been with my coaches. Um, you know, they've learned from, from girls ahead of them. And um, just top to bottom, like, they embodied that culture. 
Um, I remember just like all of, you know, the freshmen that were brought up to our varsity team, like they were like, at first they were like, oh, it's so scary being up here with these seniors. Like I don't even talk to them in school. And then, you know, two weeks in, they're like, these are my best friends. Like I love them. And I know it's, you know, it sounds like a small thing when you say culture, but, um, you know, the buy-in is there um, when you make it a full effort um, and everyone on the team is, is behind it. Indeed. Richard? Well, I agree. Um, and I don't think culture is a small thing. I think it's a huge thing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it, it, for us, it's it's monstrous. I mean, we don't have any D1 players on this, this squad at, that we had this year. Um, and honestly, I'm, I'm more proud of this year's team than, I, than I've been of both state championship teams because um, they, they put in a lot of work in the offseason that, you know, we can't be a part of. I mean, Brooke will tell you there's, there's regulations and everything that we, we, we can't be around them and do, do certain things with them. But they take it upon themselves to do those things um, and get together and get that togetherness. Um, um, that culture it, it is a monstrous thing. When, when they play for one another, they are at their best. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, that's what we, we hung our hat on this year for sure because culture was what it was all about. Indeed. Um, you know, we, we didn't have any one standout guy. I mean, you know, in the past we've had guys score 100 points a year. We didn't have that. You know, we had, you know, three, four, five guys score 50 points. Mm-hmm. And that's a, that's a big season for, for most, most players. Um, but most state championship run teams and semifinal teams, you know, you think, oh, I've got to have that one stud that, that's going to score 100 points. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't have that this year. What we had is a group of cats that put their their hard hats on and went to work every day. There you go. Uh, and that and that really really built our team. And you know they dragged those guys out on Saturdays and Sundays and said, "Hey, let's go shoot around. Let's go play. Let's let, let's go work out together." Um, and they did those things on their own, and that's what helped us along, for sure. Indeed, and you, the two of you certainly are part of the big pictures in Frederick County, and, and uh, with with lacrosse now. And uh, we're, unfortunately, we're starting to to run out of time, uh, Brooke and and Richard. But I certainly uh, want to say that it. We're glad, and I know uh, Sonny Joseph's glad to have the two of you on staff there. Uh, what you you two have done, not only for Ligonor High School, but uh, for Frederick County and the Cross, and getting those that that pro your programs there uh, and competing consistently for uh, in the playoffs and, and for state championships. I want to wish both of you the very best uh, continued success, and I um, look forward to next year. Maybe we get take that next step, and both of you can bring a state title back to Frederick County. And I appreciate you taking the time today to be with me. Well, I appreciate oh, yeah. thank it. Thank you so much, Pete. Indeed, Brooke. Richard, thank you for, for what you've done and taking the time today as well. Well, I appreciate it. And one thing I do want to say is um, is we have to 
thank our community because our, our community is one of the best. There's no doubt about that. They help us along so much that it's uh, that that's a big factor in what we do as far as our culture is concerned and all the things that the parents and, and everybody in our community does for us helps us grow also. Well, that, that is no, there's no mistake about that, uh, Richard and Brooke, as far as the Ligonor community, uh, uh, the Luya organization, I mean, all of that. Uh, it, you can see if anybody's been following uh, your your success, and I mean in, at Linganore, the success at Linganore, that that's a, a big uh, part of it. Uh, the youth and your and your support. I mean, I know you both agree that that's that's a key to any school having some uh, program that's going to be um, competitive and, and consistent, like you want it to be. I totally agree. Guys, I appreciate you taking the time again today. And uh, like I said, hopefully we get another, another chance to, to chat uh, next year. Uh, good luck. And we'll, we'll uh, see if uh, Lingenor can, again, take home a, a state title. Thanks again for your time. Thank you, sir. Indeed. Thank you. Indeed, Brooke. You were listening to Frederick County Weekend Sports Show here on 930 WFMD. I'm your host, Steve Nibbs, and we'll see you next week. Past editions of this program are available in the audio vault at WFMD.com. News Radio 930.